You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. You know, and I didn't even talk about it. There was actually a Dungeons and Dragons um, like related movie that Tom Hanks was in, like in the very early '80s. And this was more of a a warning kind of a thing around the dangers of Dungeons and Dragons. This was back when everybody thought it was like, you know, satanic cult kind of stuff. So, <laughs> so Tom Hanks was actually oh, yeah. involved in this movie that was yeah, kind that's... of like a, uh, a cautionary tale you know, around the mm. dangers of getting into this world. Um, yeah. Yeah. I forgot what it was called, though. Yeah. Well, that familiar. Yeah. Let me check it out. Uh, IMDB, you guys, go ahead. Okay. Just whip through my phone real quick. Since I'm not on it. All right. <laughs> uh, recording. Let's get the timer going. Whenever you're ready, Suzanne. This is 70-something podcast. Evil Knievel sold separately or with the Evil Knievel stunt cycle from Ideal. Use the false loop. Let go. HR Pop and Stuff. Push your bed when things get rough. HR Pop and Stuff. Can't do a little because you can't do enough. Well, hi, everybody. I'm Suzanne of uh, Bonsai Retro Club, um, and I have with me our overlord, Dave. Hello. How are you? <laughs> and also uh, 80s music girl, otherwise known as Rose. Hey, everybody. What's up? Uh, okay. So what we're deciding uh, to talk about now is to maybe pick a hobby that we uh, used to get into or maybe uh, maybe still get into or um, uh, something that reminds of us of the things we used to like to do throughout the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And uh, Dave had talked a lot about Dungeons & Dragons, which is uh, uh, some cool stuff that's making a comeback. Um, what I'm going to talk about, I don't know if, if it <laughs> really is very 70s, 80s, or, and 90s, um, I mean, anybody can do it at any time, and I, um, you know, Rose, you've probably done <laughs> a lot of this also, but um, it does involve a lot of, you know, pop culture, music, and 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 such. So, in general, when I <laughs> when I was a little kid, the first time I remember somebody asking me, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" <laughs> I said, "I wanted to be a star." <laughs> oh. And they, 
And they kind of looked at me like, what? Because I was like, well, like five years old or something. And they kind of looked at me like, what? Like, like in the sky? Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? I didn't really understand. And I was like, I want to be a star. They're like, what? What does that mean? <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Like, I'm a talk show or like a, a musical. No, you don't understand. <laughs> I think they started to get it then that really I mean I didn't have a lot of what you would call hobbies we didn't it's not like things are now where your parents would take you for lessons for 16 billion things and you know you find the things that you have your passion in etc we just they just shoved us out the door and we played so <laughs> so what I used to do was you know I was a singer I just used to sing non-stop and I'd write songs in my notebook, oh, like starting in like second yes. grade. And I would organize um, like shows with all the kids in the neighborhood <laughs> and wow. try to get them all into all my friends into stuff. Now, you know, my friends were not as into this kind of thing as I was. It's not like there was a big group of us who would do this, but I would like organize it all anyway and give them all parts and assign everything that everybody was going to do, even if they never did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, I did that for years <laughs> and it, it, it was a lot of fun and it led to good things and I, I was usually able to like rope my best friend into it you know or a couple of good friends into doing a few things with me um going back to uh I remember like teaching my best friend Lori this little choreography to <laughs> to a song called <laughs> called Billy Don't Be a Hero. Oh yeah. By by Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this was like in in I think like third or fourth grade. We were like eight or nine years old, where I had her doing this dance number on a picnic bench with me. Oh. And we had to kind of like, you know, like we would step back and forth, like two steps this way and then swing and two steps the other way, and we'd go back and forth. And there was one point where, like, I was doing the number, and she fell off the bench <laughs> in the middle when I was facing away from her. And I turned around, and she wasn't there. Because she was just in the grass laughing her head off. Because, you know, and I'm all serious. Like, I've got all this stuff, you know, I've got all the steps down and everything. And I turn around, and Lori's gone. And she's just on her back in the grass rolling and laughing because she fell oh, off the she fell off the bench. But <laughs> yeah, so so it was fun. That was kind of the beginning of my career as a performer was doing like choreography on the picnic <laughs> table in my backyard, forcing my friends to perform with me. Um uh, that was Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was always fun. Um there was like when I first moved into my neighborhood, um, they decided they were going to have a block party. And so right away, I decided that I was going to like arrange entertainment for the block party, even though I was like eight. Um, and so I like I rooked the two girls from down the street into like singing backup for me <laughs> to. Oh. Um, yeah, to Daryl Hall and John Oates, Rich Girl. Oh, wow. <gasps> oh, that's yeah, a great song. Right, which is like still one of my favorite songs ever. And, you know, I made up all, I did all like these harmonies and this backup and stuff, and they actually rehearsed it with me, and it sounded good. I, I really, I remember to this day, the stuff that I wrote for them sounded really good. 
But once again, they backed out and they were afraid to do it with me. They wouldn't actually perform it. But oh. No, they did. They wouldn't. I was ready. Like, I was like putting together in my head like sets that we could, you know, like crates that we could stand on. I was going to paint and everything. You know, I was all into this stuff. So you were like a like, modern day Mickey Rooney. Kind of. <laughs> so yeah, kind of, those, those shows <laughs> that he, those movies that he did with Judy Garland. It's like, mm. this would be great. We could use your dad's garage and we could have curtains up. And... Oh, my God. Absolutely. Oh my God. You know what I was but picturing? I just... What? Little what? Rascals. It's like any time that those <laughs> guys, would, yeah, they, they put on like a show and then they would charge everybody a nickel yeah. to come see the show. And... Yeah, I just I really wish I could have gotten more people to go through with the numbers for me. You, you know, they would just like kind of rehearse with me and then chicken out, you know, because like I was a big show off and I couldn't wait to sing for everybody. But when it came down to it, nobody would go to it. I believe ham is the word you're looking for. <laughs> my brother numbers with me. My, you know, who my brother, my brother, you know, grew up to be a, a terrific musician. Um, but my brother, like we would, I would rook him into like practicing numbers with me. Like when we went to my grandmother's and they'd like shove you down in the basement, like, you know, have you kids play? <laughs> mm-hmm. I would like arrange like a whole little choreography, you know, whole, whole bit like to, um, the sound of music. Um, wow. so long, farewell, off we the same, <laughs> good night. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's like seven kids in that number. Right. But, you know, the two of us just start, we would do all the parts. <laughs> and he was very talented. So, you know, he would do the numbers with me. It was great. And then we'd go upstairs and perform them for my relatives. So, And then Aww. and then you guys graduated into being a band together. Yeah, yeah. We were performing like right, right into our 20s together. Yeah, because I was oh listening gosh. to the Freezing Geeks episodes where you guys were talking about that. And, yeah, yeah. And I was like... And then, as you're telling this story, I'm like, wow! Even back then, you guys were like, a, you know, tag teaming, doing a duo together. So that's really awesome. Oh yeah. Do you still perform oh, yeah. together? Um. Well, we do karaoke nights at home. <laughs> that counts. Hey, that's performing. Yeah. yeah, we kind of kick buck with the karaoke nights, actually. And um, our kids perform. Like my my niece Elizabeth. Well, my my um my uh. Uh, my brother's daughter is still doing theater and stuff. She has a pretty amazing voice. And her and her sister, like, dance around. So, like, you watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend with, uh, okay. with Rachel. Yeah, with yeah. Rachel Bloom. Um, they'll do, like, numbers in my living room, too, the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, wow. <laughs> Those together. And my daughter was performing for a while. She um, she won a battle of the bands and, and such. So, you know, we'll still what? do stuff together. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll still we'll still do a lot of um, family stuff together, but it's not it's not formal. Like we don't perform for other people; we just perform for each other. <laughs> so then, well, on the, yeah. the on these block parties, though, when you guys were you you had your your backups and all that, and then they bowed out. What happened? Did you continue on I without them, or were you no, like, I, oh, I can't no, do it I, now? I couldn't know. I wouldn't do it like that. See, the thing is, like, the adults had no idea that I had this going on. You okay. know, All like right. it wasn't sanctioned. Or anything. <laughs> I was just like, it's a party. OK, here's what we're going to do. It's kind of like a flash mob <laughs> thing kind of happened. It's just going to evolve and we're going to just do this. 
Yeah, and we're right. going to do it. But right. like, okay. the adults had their own things going, you know? Sure, like, sure. They had, they had everything all organized, and they had no idea I was planning this. So it's not like there was any anything lost for us not doing it. I just mm. couldn't convince them to do it. Um, sometimes I would get people to do it with me, but they would never do it like the way I wanted it. <laughs> like they would no. never put the effort in. Because um, I think we then I put together a number with a couple of other girls down the street, like for the summer rec center talent show to, you know, the Captain Tennille. You know, we did this little number to love will keep us together. And just everybody was everybody wanted to drop out and I forced them to do it. So they all did it, like, looking at their feet, you know, like, they were all really pissed at me that I made them do this little dance number. <laughs> so, so then what happens? What, 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 if I'm one of your school friends and you, you wrote me in for one of these things and then I don't perform to your standard, you know, I, I'm using air quotes right here. Um, <laughs> what happens to me? What do you do? Uh, we've just moved on to the next thing. Okay. Get fed else. to the pigs, Dave. That's what happened. Did you see Snap? I'm done. I'm done. Dave, like, you're out. You know, but in my head, I was like, damn, that would have been so good. Did you hear yourself? <laughs> Diane, Teresa, come on. What's the matter with you? Those are nice harmonies you got going. <laughs> There's like a big giant Jesus metal Christ. hook that kind of, or there's a gong that like a bong. Yeah. Goes out. I already know who's going to be the overlord after you leave it. I tell you, right? I could tell. I know. My God. You yeah. should have went, no, I don't want to be a star. I want to be a director. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. That's the level of quality you were dealing with, sweetie. Only because like, maybe it would happen if I didn't say, all right, come on, here. You stand here and you stand here. Wait, here's what you sing. Here's what you sing. Yeah, you you were like, hit your mark. Pick up the pace. And here's your stage name. Like, sometimes I gave them alternate names and everything. Wow. Nice. That is, oh, my gosh. Kudos, darling. You sounded amazing. I would have loved had a friend like you it was, I was like on the other end of the coast doing the same thing and other people were just looking at me like you're nuts get out of here uh, we would have put us like at production numbers Fuck yeah <laughs> so rose you did that too then you were putting on okay. your like choreographing uh like uh you know this kind of activity with your friends okay so first of all friends is a subjective term <laughs> um, <laughs> never really had any uh, other so, people with talent. <laughs> other people with talent. So my brother and I, we grew up in uh, Chicago, Illinois, back in the 60s. Uh, my brother was two years older than me. He and I were always, you know, we watched all the variety shows. You know, we always sang to everything that came on the radio. Uh, we were writing songs together. None of them ever finished. Um, he was the songwriter. I was a singer. And um, relatives would come over. It was, you know, performance time, and I was the ham, you know, that always, you know. <laughs> I always tell people, if you ever seen Life with Mikey, to get an idea of what kid I was, I was the little girl with the bl- brown curly hair and the glasses. There's no business like show business. <laughs> you know, it's just like, why does she know that song? <laughs> just like eight. What the hell? Why is she doing Ethel Merman? But um, 
So it, it just was kind of like always in our blood, and the family would get together, and my aunt had a favorite song that she'd sing, and my grandmother would sing something, and my uncle would play the ukulele. You know, so it was always uh, play alcohol flowing, you know, and people get creative, mm. and they want to do whatever, you know. So they welcomed anything that the younger generation had to, you know, add to the table. You know, so as you get older, you kind of keep that concept and that mindset you know, with you. So whenever there was like a talent show at school, my brother and I were all like, oh, pick me, pick me, pick me kind of a thing. And he was two years older than me. So his his group of people, you know, did something else. And, you know, of course, I was younger. I wasn't quite as charismatic and good looking as he was. <laughs> so when he asked his friends to do a, you know, uh, Temptations and a rendition of the Temptations, whatever was popular at the time, you know, he could easily get four friends up there and they'd be doing all the moves and everything. You know how they'd start out with their arms crossed and their legs apart, yeah. their heads down. He could get them to do all that. And it was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. I asked three people, the third grade, to back me up on uh, Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. Oh, yeah, great song. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah, good song. That piss on cotton. I'm telling you, when it was time for me to get up there, and it was just like, oh no, we're not doing it. I'm like, what? Well, I, you know, we were just in the corner, and everybody was like, it was like the Supremes plus one, and we were, all, <laughs> you know. And so I just, I just went through it. I just did it. I just like, I'm here. I'm by myself. I might as well. My teacher's just sitting there looking at her, and she's got that mom look on her face, like, oh, don't you look cute? Poor thing. You know, to do it all by herself. <laughs> you know? But I ended up winning, you know, I ended up winning the, the talent well, show yay. because, you know, I got a at the last minute. So I do know that feeling, Suzanne, of, you know, the heart and soul that you put into this because this is serious to you. you oh, know? yeah. And, oh, yeah. And I knew it just like I had such vision. It was going to be great. Everybody yeah. needs to see. <laughs> but it's in your genes to be that way, you know, and sometimes you think, what the hell is wrong with you people? That sounded amazing. Why aren't you getting out there and strutting your stuff? Well, maybe right, they want right. to be a rocket scientist or maybe they want to be a carpenter or something. It's just like, it just so happens I can carry a tune in a bucket, you know, but that's not like really my thing. You know, it's like, I don't really know. I'll build you a barn, goddammit, you know, and it'll be like the best barn you ever saw, but we don't have that kind of time, you know. Uh -huh. But yeah, so I, I think that's so awesome. You know, and I, your level of enthusiasm to me as a human being is just off the charts. And, you know, one of these days, if I ever get to meet you, you and I are just going to, like, take over the world just for that short amount of time. And yeah, maybe we'll have to do a karaoke night. Yeah, I think because, you know, I found my, you know, handy soulmate. You know, I, I never – actually – I want to say I want to say that you know because my daughter and I and my sons we all do karaoke we did it for my birthday this year before we got locked down and I was so excited and um, we as an entity together cannot perform together because there were such strong personalities and we each have our own style of singing and my daughter always accused what did she accused me because we were doing something and we were doing a duet together and she's like. If mom wouldn't just project so much, she just puts, you know, she's, <laughs> and I'm just like, the song called for it. What are you talking about? This is like, I can't even remember the hell song we were doing. And she accused me of trying to outsing her 
because I was the one that had the most experience. And it just like, I wasn't trying to out sing you. Funny. I mean, you need funny, to bring your level up to mine. Okay. <laughs> now, see, my husband, my husband and I, like long before he was my husband, we were in shows together in high school. I think that's when we first started to kind of go for each other. Yeah. So, so we can, we can actually, he's, he's really funny. My husband is just hysterically funny and can improv like at a drop, the drop of a hat. Um, so he was in that we would do these crazy reviews in my high school review shows. Um, and I, you know, I was more the singer dancer, but he can sing like he's not the type who would get up and sing something serious. But yeah. he has this amazing range where he can sing like falsetto and then sing this really deep bass. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So if he wanted to be a singer, he really could. So, you know, here and there, he'll, we'll, he'll do a karaoke night and surprise the hell out of everybody. But, yep. yeah, we used to do we used to do shows together. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It's when we first started looking at each other like, hmm, hmm maybe. <laughs> Like, we'd be like, hey, John, go ahead, do that, to practice that dance number with Susie. Yeah, this was, a, he was dating somebody else at the time. His girlfriend, who was also on the show with us, she was a dancer, made the mistake of saying, I'm tired, practice this number with Suzanne. Ooh. <laughs> it was one of those things where you had to, like, he had to, like, pick the girl up and spin her around. And oh, I remember God. that being the first moment where he picked me up oh, and spin spun me around mm-hmm. and thinking, aha. Yeah, um, I could get used uh, to this. Aha, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, okay. Nobody, yeah. nobody put Suzanne's okay. in a corner. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it wasn't like that, that like, you know, like, you know, like, said he wasn't a dancer, but it was the physical contact that we had not had before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, it was that moment of, hmm, okay. <laughs> I, I kind of like that. Yeah, what do we what, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, Kathy, that was a big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I want your man. <laughs> That's so much for that relationship. Yeah. Kathy, who? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, after a while, yeah, but, you know, in a nice way uh, sure, over time. Sure, but sure. like that was the moment where I was like, um, okay. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and I went on. I still went on and did that kind of stuff, like you know, later in life. Um, <clears throat> back in uh, when I was uh, in college, I was oh, oh, that's my twenty minutes. So I don't really have to go into the college story. <laughs> but I think we had enough fun with. The <laughs> well, we with did. The, you can tell us the college was, story another time. Yeah, okay. I won't, we'll go I won't let you forget. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll we'll leave a little meat on that bone. That'll work. Woo-hoo. Okay. Um, Dave, did you have anything else to add before we wrap this up regarding the... <laughs> you know, I... Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't anything that... I wasn't really into the performing arts. That, that was a bug that really just did not bite me. I mean, it wasn't until I got to my senior year when I was like... You know, I want to try something new and different, and I would I signed up to be in the school play, which is Romeo and Juliet. So that was really the only time where I really kind of stepped out of the, you know, the introverted kid that I was and did something that was kind of abnormal for me, you know, which is like putting myself on a stage in front of, you know, the community and the school. 
So, um, but yeah, after doing that, I, I could, I understand the exhilaration that it gives, you know, somebody that does that all the time. Um, cause it was a blast. It was an absolute blast. So, um, so yeah, I, I get it, but it was just something that growing up, it was, I wasn't that guy. I wasn't the one that was like, Oh, let me put, you know, get in front of the, you know, everybody and show off, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But when you did it, you enjoyed it, though. Yeah, no, <laughs> you exactly. You told me that story before. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I got to play Ben Volio. And, I, you know, to this day, I remember, you know, some of the lines. So, uh, nice. you know, and that the final performance when Mercutio, Romeo, and Ben Volio were standing out line at the party. And, you know, somebody points at them and says, that's a Capulet. And then we did the Amigo salute, you know, from the three Amigos. Just because it was our final nice. performance and we were... Just kind of having fun with it, you know, and then that was also the same performance where Juliet slipped Romeo the tongue, you know, and it was, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, we, we just kind of went off the rails with that one. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. You were in the moment. Yes. That's all. You were in yeah. the moment. Yeah. You're allowed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I will, I will wrap this one up though. This has been fun reminiscing about you know, my crazy, you know, visionary youth. <laughs> um, but in any case, uh, we are Bonsai Retro Club. Uh, you can find us online at bonsairetroclub.com. Uh, you can listen to us on Podbean, on iTunes, on iHeartRadio. Um, and you can jump on uh, iTunes and uh, follow us and write a review and do all that kind of fun stuff. Or, or look us up on social media. Uh, you can email to McFly at Bonsai Retro Club. Um, Dave handles the Bonsai Retro Club uh, account on Twitter. Uh, I'm uh, Suze Mataboni at, uh, on Twitter. And uh, Suzanne Mataboni 80s on Instagram. Uh, Rose is 80s Music Girl on Twitter. And is it Dragon's Red Rose? I'm trying to remember the Dragon's alias. Rose Red. Rose Red, okay. Yes. Um, and we also have Scott, who's not with us today, uh, um, for, well, for the moment, <laughs> who uh, is um, 80s Auto Reverse. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so until we talk again, everyone, please be excellent to each other and uh, have fun. And we'll hear you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, Daniel you said? Hey, Bonsai! 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 <laughs> Here he comes. Attention, everyone. Here's our director. <laughs> It's real good seeing y'all here. As you know, we are going to put on the Christmas play. Due to the shortage of time, we'll get right down to work. One of the first things to ensure a good performance is strict attention to the director. I'll keep my directions simple. If I point to the right, it means focus attention stage right. If I make a slashing motion across my throat, it means cut the scene short. If I make a revolving motion with my hand, it means pick up the tempo. If I spread my hands apart, it means slow down. It's the spirit of the actors that counts. The interest that they show in their director. Am I right? I said, am I right?
to do this play, and we're going to do it right. Lucy, get those costumes and scripts and pass them out. Now the script girl will be handing out your parts. You're the innkeeper's wife. Do innkeepers' wives have naturally curly hair? Pigpen, you're the innkeeper. In spite of my outward appearance, I shall try to run a neat inn. Shermie, you're a shepherd. Every Christmas it's the same. I always end up playing a shepherd. 